Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. The CFL and XFL about to announce entering formal talks to explore opportunities. Yes, this is big news. How about that? Hey, CFL, don't get on your knees for these guys. You still have the 100-plus year brand. Like, I would say, hey, Rock, maybe you should change your name. We'll change ours to the Continental Football League, but you need to change yours to the Continental Football League, and it's still the CFL. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It is. Good morning, Canada. Canadian sports fans around the world, welcome. I was just tweeting the links, so don't mind me. Welcome to a brand new week. How you doing, Moose DuPont? I'm doing well. Did you have a good weekend? I had a great weekend. You? Felt to me, oh, amazing, but it felt to me like you might have unplugged for the weekend. I did. I could tell. It was great. Ignoring my texts. I, <laughs> I thought you were mad at me. <laughs> Never. That's okay. I did. I laughed, and I couldn't believe it. I sent the, the laughing, crying emoji to one of your texts. I didn't yes. send it. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah, I didn't send it, but... Uh, Don't you hate when that happens? I was thinking about that over the weekend, and then, lo and behold, I mixed in a couple of runs, so it was good. Good for you. And yeah. a salad? And a salad. Okay, good. <clears throat> I got back on the old IMAX, uh, IMAX, Bowflex Max today, so that felt good, too. Good. Got my, got my Gus Ferrat bunny hug on, and we're ready to roll. Coming up on the program today, just tons of fun. Eddie Steele's going to join us. Eddie's, I can't wait to see what Eddie Steele, the Great Cup champion, former tie cat, rough rider, and Eskimo, has to say about this CFL, XFL stuff. I can't wait to see what Eddie Steele has to say. Former Manitoba Bison now makes his home in the City of Champions. Also coming up, the voice of the Winnipeg Ice, Mitch Peacock, and he is the former voice of the, Winni- or the uh, Manitoba Moose and Prince Albert Raiders. And Corey Carlick's going to join us from Skycron, and I'm excited to make his acquaintance. You know more about him than me. You've met him. You've talked to him. Oh, yeah. What's he coming on to talk about? Because I don't even know. Well, it's funny. Um, we're going to talk about a few things. He's a local production company um, doing really big things all across North America, what we've talked about, and uh, got a new program coming to Game Plus. So we're going to do a little tease on that. Oh, sweet. We'll see what other cool stuff he's got going on. I don't know if we can, you know, tease some bigger things that we're going to do in, in collaboration with him. I don't know. I'll let him deal with that. But uh, when he comes on, when he comes on, okay. but, but it'll be fun. I say good morning to everybody. And I have to say uh, the guys from the XFL Mark podcast, the XFL's number one podcast, they become like my my besties. You understand that? I do. You see what's going on here. Pardon me, Clark. 
Mark Cast, well, their Twitter is at Mark, XFL Marks, Mark Cast, XFL Mark Podcast, whatever. It's the same thing. So, uh, yeah, it is. So, um, Reed Johnson will be with us later on this week from that podcast, and I'm looking forward to that. And uh, let's go with the quick six show topics, please, Director Jordan. I know you've been sitting there with your finger on the trigger. And welcome, everybody, with your comments this morning. I can't get to them right now because this is the warm up where it's me talking. Viewer takeovers later, but don't let that stop you from saying good morning to all your friends in the comments section, right? Yeah. We do have breaking news today, by the way, and it's from the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. It's not good news. It's not surprising news either. Before I get to the show topics, here's the breaking news for you CFL fans, you people. The Winnipeg Football Club released its 2020 annual report on Monday, announcing an overall loss of $7 million dollars. The unprecedented, here's a quote from President Wade Miller, the unprecedented and rapid spread of COVID-19 and the related restrictions that were implemented in Canada throughout 2020 had a devastating impact on live sporting events across the country, which ultimately led to the cancellation of the 2020 CFL season. This had a detrimental impact on the club, not only with the cancellation of the 2020 season, but the shutdown of all events at IG Field. There's more, but I'll direct you to rodpeterson.com. It's the top item right there for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and their wonderful PR guy, Darren Cameron. That's all you need to know. Cam Poitras from CJLB, Manitoba's information superstation, texted me this morning and said, what do you think about this? I said, I thought it would be more. I thought it would be more. It's not good at all, obviously, but I thought it would be more than $7 million. So anyways, to the show topics, number one, The Rock's tweet. And by the way, these show topics are of importance to me because it is the Rod Peterson show. Here's what's on my mind. Number one, The Rock's tweet Saturday night. We had a lot of fun talking about this in the morning meeting. You were giggling like a schoolgirl. Because he was, The Rock was responding to Jim Mullen, a close personal friend of ours, the guy that sent us this football Canada helmet. The Rock's writing Jim Mullen. Tell him what you said. About Jim Mullen sipping his coffee. I know. Like, I can just imagine there on Bowen Island sipping his coffee, and all of a sudden he gets a tweet from The Rock, and it goes down the wrong pipe. Exactly. One of those. Right? And then it's like looking around. Anybody else see this? (laughs) We all saw it. Is this a birder? Yeah. So, anyways, he says, we'll figure out. The Rock says we'll figure out a smart season that'll create phenomenal opportunities for players and be the best experience for fans. I played ball for years and wrestled 280 plus nights a year for years, so I know the value in smart scheduling and recovery. That's from The Rock. What the hell is he talking about there? I have I have no clue, right? And I think it's awesome that him and Randy Ambrosi just have everybody spinning like tops. At a time where neither of their leagues are playing, we would normally be in the thick of the XFL season right now if it wasn't for COVID. So I don't know how this is going to land up. How I would like to see it is the merger. I've said it. Both leagues come together and they play in the spring and summer. Championship season is in September when the X, the NFL is just getting going. And I, that, that's the way I would like to go. I'd like to see the ratio held on to for the nine Canadian teams, but the American teams don't have to play with a ratio. Um, it's actually pretty easy to me. But if it was that easy, they would be doing it. Point two, unbelievable. The Toronto Business Journal writes two columns, and they tagged this show and me personally, their articles. One is how to save the CFL. It's a no-brainer, they say. 
And two, that all the talk of the XFL-CFL merger is fake news being spun by Canadian media, which got Naylor's from TSN. Naylor got upset about that. And he's like, what's he talking about? Fake news. This is a joke. It's a garbage article. I'm like, Dave, I didn't say I agreed with it, okay? I just retweeted it because they tagged us. I think the Toronto Business Journal thinks we're a Toronto show. Which a lot of they're people, not alone. No, which <laughs> which a lot of people think. But anyways, Darren didn't read those articles because he's busy doing business things. Isn't that ironic? I know. <laughs> but anyways, I'll paraphrase for you. Whoever wrote the article, because the writer's name isn't attached, said, "Oh, they could just use Canadian university players as scabs while they figure this all out, and they could play for free." That's the no-brainer. That's paraphrasing it. It was was longer, probably about 800 words or so, but that's what... Let's just use scabs because these Canadian players will play for nothing until they figure it all out. It's not a no-brainer to me. They're not wrong. (laughs) What? You think they should? No. They're not wrong in that they'd easily be able to fill the rosters and there'd be tons of Canadian football players who would play, but it's not a good idea necessarily to save the league you got to have talented players in the field. There are plenty of really great, talented Canadian football players. They're in the league, and there are some real talented ones that aren't. Yep. But, but we have university sports, and it's very entertaining, but that can't replace the Canadian Football League. That's what they're saying. Yeah. By the way, that really got them going in the comment section here. From Ryan McCarthy watching in Albany, New York, says, Wait, you're not a Toronto show? Chris Bird in Toronto says, there are shows not from Toronto? From Jordan Ewart watching on YouTube, what's Toronto? That <laughs> <laughs> really got him going, didn't it? So anyways, it's just fun stuff. It's, it's fake news. That's what it is. But fake news can be fun. Uh, NHL leftovers from Sunday. I said to my wife, Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights aren't playing, and there are no Scotia North games, so I'm going to unplug. She couldn't believe it. So I didn't sit in front of the TV and watch tons of NHL hockey yesterday. But here are my prayers up for Aaron Ekblad. He was injured in Dallas, the Florida Panthers defenseman. Some are saying it looks really ugly. I didn't think it looked that ugly, but I'm not Aaron Ekblad. I'm saying I've seen worse. Yeah. But I think it's not obviously good, so... Say a prayer for Aaron Eckblad. There's no doubt that he needs it to get back onto the ice. Would you take Patrick Laine? Please take Patrick Laine. He scored one goal in 16 games. I know. What's going on there? I know. It's Columbus. No, would you take him on the Leafs? No. <laughs> no, why no, would you? I wouldn't. Um, but I would. Other, other markets, potentially. Again, here's a guy who clearly isn't just going to be able to turn it on anywhere. So you have to find the right fit for a Patrick Line. We know he's got skills. We know he can score goals. He's got a great shot. But we got guys who can shoot the puck in Toronto. So I'm not, like, you know, looking at him there. But there is a place somewhere. He can go back and be a 40-goal scorer. But you have to find the right fit for him. I don't know what that is. Stop. Stop the presses. Davis Sanchez is watching. Right now, the TSN analyst, the former San Diego Charger, and Alouette's mouthpiece, right, Sanch? He says, I don't think there's a currently anywhere that I can be sitting in my desk here at noon on a Monday having a coffee and have a show on live television 
with what were to go with a large portion of content talking CFL tip of the cap Rod and Clark and to all the viewers supporting the league just proves there are passionate CFL fans out there let's get them on Clark I want to know what Davis Sanchez has to say about the XFL CFL merger oh and by the way just to finish that up Ovi's on a nine game heater 10 goals in nine games at least a goal in each one of those who saw that coming how about that yeah Lloyd Minster's Ty Smith leads all rookie defensemen in the National Hockey League with 19 assists. And the flower can tie Eddie Belfort tonight with his 484th career win. So let's see if Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights, can get a win tonight. Now I've got to go back and talk CFL because David Sanchez is watching. See how, see how that works? Yeah. I guess I'll throw out the poll question while we're here. For a Capital Automall Universal Collision Center with dealerships all across the prairies plus... In Southern and Northern California, who comes out on top of the CFL-XFL deal? Your options are Randy Ambrosi or The Rock. I voted for The Rock. But interestingly, both are Calgary Stampeders alumni. What are they saying on Facebook, dupes? 87%. (laughs) They say he's got a hoodwink. Randy Ambrose. The D lineman's going to get the better in this one-on-one of the O lineman. That's what they're saying. What are you saying? Do I have? Yes, you do. <laughs> the Rock. Um, although I feel like Randy's going to protect the Canadian game. The Rock will win, but Randy's going to do his job to protect the Canadian game. I'd take that. Okay. I'd take that. Uh, I got a lot of things to get to here in the warm-up, and we're running out of time. Eddie Steele coming up, though, and that's just going to be a treat. I love me some Eddie Steele. Uh, Fourth point, NFL is going to 17 games. Were they not going to last year, but COVID screwed it up? I think so. That was the plan, right? Yeah, it was heavily discussed anyway. So if Twitter wasn't so darn much fun, I would delete it. And I'll tell you why. When it came out yesterday that the NFL is officially going to 17 games, and they've been 16 since 1978, I saw some guy tweet oh that's it for spring football oh that's it the nfl's expanding you donkey nothing's gonna change they're gonna take one less preseason game and turn it into a regular season game and it's all about revenue that's it but as i've said you don't need to pass an iq test to do what have a twitter account or a baby or have a baby so the nfl's going to 17 games ta-da uh dub hub Exciting play, don't you know, what's going on in our backyard. Every game's a five-minute road trip from my house. (laughs) Thank you, God, for the dub hub being right here in the sweatpants capital. And the Warriors lost yesterday. I did my commentary on it on, um, I did my commentary on Cat Country today on what's going on in the dub hub. So listen to that. But I'm just saying, oh, it was Winnipeg beating Moose Jaw yesterday. And do you people... Understand the significance of Winnipeg place facing Moose Jaw. The Winnipeg Warriors moved to Moose Jaw in 1984, and the Cranbrook Kootenai Ice moved to Winnipeg two summers ago, and they used to be at Edmonton. As the older I get, I realize I'm the only one that cares about that stuff. And the older I get, I realize I don't care that I'm the only one that cares about that <laughs> stuff. I love it. I love it. Do you care as much about the history of franchises yeah. and stuff? Yeah, a little bit. I like following a little bit of that. And it's sometimes you just you forget about it, right? And you don't think about it that when they're when they're playing each other. But it's cool to bring it up. I think about it all the time, uh, and I love it. it. Makes me happy. 
Yeah. And really, that's all that my goal is. <laughs> Blue Jays open on Thursday. Just going to point that out. The Blue Jays open on Thursday at the Yankees. We'll be dropping some change on that with our official betting partner, Come On Official. And Eddie Steele's coming up. I wanted to get to, those are our six points. Our rock star of the day Friday was NFL Network analyst and NFL alum Brian Baldinger. How sweet was Baldy? Yeah, it was great. He was great. He was the rock star of the day. Uh, viewer mail. I can't get to all of it, but here's one. It wrote in at rodpeterson.com. Rod, you have got a great show. I'm an American football fan who in the past two weeks has started watching your show. I have received quite an education about the CFL market and how Canadians feel about their football. First off, it looks like it has to happen for the CFL to survive. I understand the feelings of hardcore fans losing the traditions of three downs. I would feel the same way, but like you've been saying, if, it, if it's between going to four-down football or no football in Canada, it feels like a no-brainer. I live in Los Angeles. I went 22 years without a football team. To me, my love for the Rams died when they moved to St. Louis. I became a Charger fan. Now, ironically, I cheer for both. But in my heart, I'm a diehard Rams fan. And he goes on to say here, I bring this up because if I had a choice of no football or bring back the Rams with three downs, it would be a no-brainer. Perhaps a lot of old-time Canadian football fans do not understand how dire things are for the CFL. It looks like a merger is happening. Thank you for your broadcast and your concerns for the league. You have a new fan in the lower 50. Sincerely, Mike Alley. Los Angeles. How about that? Yeah, how about that? How about and here's that? one. <laughs> Rename the Merge League. This is a me- viewer mail. The Continental Football League. That way you can still call it the CFL. A Canadian conference. A United States conference. Adopt the U.S. size field with 11 players. The rest is Canadian rules. From viewer Lee Bishop, Greenfield, Indiana. I love your show. I'm a f- fan of both the Stamps and the Riders. What? How could you do that? That's like being a fan of the Flames and the Oilers. <laughs> you can't. You can't. It's like being a fan of the Rangers and the Islanders. But okay. But okay, whatever. We'll take it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Eddie Steele next to talk about all these things. This has been the warm-up for the Four Seasons Sports Palace. Your home for the NHL, UFC, and Regina Pats hockey on their big screens. Pats and Broncos tonight at 8 p.m. We'll be calling it. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Podcast listeners, RP here to talk about Manscaped. Moose DuPont's with me as well. Moose, ask me about the lawnmower 3.0. Rod, tell me about the lawnmower. Okay, 3.0? The lawnmower 3.0. Listen, I've had this thing for what now? A month, maybe five weeks. Guys, I'm telling you, we've been doing it wrong. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about it. And you're just like me. You've been using big clunky razors. You've been using extension cords. You've been awkwardly maneuvering yourself over the toilet bowl or the sink. How about a battery-operated Small, handheld, with a headlight. So you see where you're going. Oh, my god! To sort of get those nooks and crannies. You know what I'm saying? No chafing. <laughs> well, I'm getting to that. But I'm telling you, it gets to the nooks and crannies that your regular facial shaver or a, a clipper doesn't get to. This guy, this guy, the Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0, was specifically designed for men. 
Okay, a lot of thought went into this. Don't just willy-nilly, you're willy. <laughs> Manscaped, lawnmower 3.0. Any other questions? I got to try it. I'm sold. <laughs> I still haven't tried it. All I've been able to do is listen to your testimonial. Okay, so right now, you guys, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. All one word, FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use promo code FANSIDED20. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. Everybody's having fun with a viewer in Greenfield, Indiana, saying he's a fan. Lee Bishop is his name. He's a fan of both the Riders and the Stamps. It's like, how is that possible? Chris in Toronto says that's the same as being a Ticats and Argos fan. Oddly enough, I do know some. The boys in the back are telling me we have slight, we're having a slight audio issue with Eddie Steele, which would be a crime. We're going to try it. But we got to hear this guy's voice. I know he, he looks great, but we don't want to know what he has to say. Can we bring in Eddie Steele, number 97? There he is. There he is, looking rough and tumble as usual. Oh, it is a little choppy there this morning. How you doing, Eddie? How you doing, Eddie? Oh, we can't hear him. You were right, Clark. You were absolutely right. So I don't know. Clark predicted this was going to happen. Oh, we're all on pins and needles wanting to know what Eddie Steele has to say about the CFL-XFL merger. And this has happened before, so these guys are going to tell me immediately the second they have it fixed. So to the Prairie Mobile text line, I got a few uh, messages to get to. From the 716, good day, gents. Great show as always. Why doesn't anyone that I recall ever dig deeper into the CFL's commissioner position? Why is it they're a league consistently rolling that position over? NHL, NFL, NBA, MLB rarely do. Yes, I realize they have all had changes, but not to the extent the CFL has by a large margin. Most in the commissioner position have been hugely successful in private industry and go back to success when not commissioner again. CFL doesn't listen to sound direction from established, successful, proven businessmen. Dupes slid out, but he slid back in when you saw we were having a problem with Eddie Steele. I can handle it, but... I You're know. good. Oh, yeah. You just wanted to put your feet up. Let's put my feet and up. And have a coffee. Well, and I enjoy letting you guys just, just go. I don't need to, you know, hijack your conversation. From the 541, Randy Butler again. This guy wrote in on Friday regarding the uh, it's too hot to play in the southern states in the summer football. He says the average temperature in midsummer in Las Vegas is 42 degrees Celsius. Try to golf, never mind football. Our guy Nelson uh, Vo posted the clip of that, and it didn't get a huge amount of scorn from people that I thought that it would, but I think we had it right. I, I think the ballers would want to play in the heat as yeah. opposed to the cold. Maybe that would be a great poll question today. Would you rather play in <laughs> extreme wind chill conditions or in heat warning conditions? Yeah. Plus 35 guys, or minus 35. Right. Guys and gals are playing sports in those conditions all the time. I know. I always think of two things. I like the heat better than, than the freezing, freezing cold. But you can always put another layer on. You can only take so many layers off. So I do think about that, that you know, maybe the cold is a little bit easier because you can always add layers. You can only take so many layers off. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think the heat's fine. I don't think it gets to be unbearable for playing in. That's for sure. I, I just don't. 
What's going on with Eddie? And if it is, we go to evening games. So We're working on it, Clark says. My favorite four words. We're working on it. Sorry to interrupt. No. So speaking of the Calgary-Saskatchewan thing, yeah. I was out for a jog yesterday, and I'm, dry, and I'm running around South Regina, and I go by one of those you know, Patterson park benches, and I'm like, I should call Phil, and we should get the show promoted on these park benches. And then I started thinking, well, no, someone's going to draw a mustache on Rod's, you know, face. So they're going to do exactly. something. And then I started thinking, you know, we've been struggling how to, how to market this show in Calgary. Maybe that's the play <laughs> is, we, is we actually do a graphic on there with a mustache and it's Rod in disguise. Right. And it's all branded about, hey, it's, who senior, is this guy? it's senior Rod, not the guy who hates Calgary. Right. It's this I new don't character. hate Calgary. Calgary hates me. That's right. You got it backwards. That's right. But. And we're not struggling to market in Calgary. You know that as well as me. But I was I watching the uh, news conference with Daryl Sutter after the Flames win over Winnipeg Saturday night. And they had on the backdrop of the Flames, tell us, Optic TV. And I'm like leaping through the screen. Yes, yes. They carry Game Plus. Get tell us, Optic TV. The Flames are marketing us and they don't even know it. <laughs> I know. That's the play. Oh, yeah. How about that? Uh, by the way, we may break early here and then bring in Eddie next segment for a longer segment once he gets his audio figured out. But just updating the poll question today for Capital Automall, who comes out on top of this CFL-XFL deal? Randy Ambrosi or The Rock? 76% of you on Twitter saying The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, will come out on top in this deal. I should have written how and why. I'd love to know how they feel. That's going to work, right? You and I both voted, I both voted for The Rock, right? We did. <clears throat> well, one's built the world's largest entertainment global brand currently. So, so there's nothing against Randy. He's an ex- incredibly sharp guy. Yeah. But look what The Rock's done. It's exactly what they want the CFL to do. By the way, I'm going to read a sports update right now. I'll get to more viewer comments here. C.J. McCollum scored seven of his 23 points in the final two minutes, and the Trailblazers beat the Raptors 122-117 last night. Damian Lillard had 22 points and 11 assists for the Blazers, who took command in the third quarter and dealt Toronto its 11th loss in 12 games. Have you ever seen a season just go as fast as the Toronto Raptors? Blame the damn virus. The Ottawa Blackjacks of the CEBL announced that Canadian forward Terrell Bellot-Green has signed with the club for the upcoming 2021 season. A six-foot-seven forward from Toronto, Bellot-Green has averaged 14.4 points, 4.1 rebounds, 1.1 assists, and 26 minutes in 88 games as a pro, having competed in Finland, Hungary, Luxembourg, Sweden, and Canada. Last year, he played for the Guelph Nighthawks in the CEBL Summer Series. What's your favorite CEBL name that's not Rattlers? Stingers. Mine's the River Lions. Ooh, River Lions is good. Niagara River Lions. Yeah. They get some really good names. Yeah. Uh, the Blue Jays now know who they'll face on the mound come opening day. The Yankees say Corey Kluber will follow ace Garrett Cole when Toronto kicks off the season in New York on Thursday. Kluber has not thrown an inning in a regular season game since tearing a muscle in his right shoulder last July. Have the Blue Jays named their starter? Is it Hinjin Roo? I would, I would only imagine. It's got to be. has to be. Roman Yossi scored with 6.33 left in the third period in surging Nashville. Beat Chicago for its fifth straight victory Sunday night. Victor Arvidsson also scored and Pecorine stopped 27 shots. How about this? 
Alex DeBrinkett scored two goals, a buck fifty apart in the third, to tie it for Chicago. He's now got more goals in the last four seasons than Patrick Kane. Probably wouldn't surprise anybody that keeps a close eye on the Blackhawks. Yeah. But I think that would surprise people that don't. Yeah, it would. In the dub hub, Peyton Krebs chalked up three points Sunday in the Winnipeg Ice skated to a 4-1 win over the Moose Jaw Warriors. Trent Miner stopped 20 shots to register a shutout in his first game of the season as the Vancouver Giants blanked the Rockets 6-0. Ho, ho, ho. That's what they used to say in Vancouver after a Giants goal. I don't know if they still do or not. <laughs> the Giant, Green Giant. Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. Three unanswered goals in the third period, including an empty netter from Simon Kanak, pushed the Winterhawks to a 7-4 win over the Seattle Thunderbirds. Oren Strom scored his first of the season, 4-11 into extra time, and the Medicine Hat Tigers topped the Hurricanes 5-4 for their third straight win. Gage Concav scored a hat trick, and the Silver Tips trounced the Americans 6-1 to remain perfect early in the truncated season. The Tips 5-0. Braden Peters stopped 41 shots for the Calgary Hitman, who handed the Oil Kings their very first loss of the year 2-1. And the Swift Current Broncos had a 2-0 lead mid- midway through the second period, but the Wheat Kings roared back with five unanswered goals to secure their third straight win, 5-2. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room. No longer your home for Regina Pats hockey because you can't go in and sit down. But you can order takeout from Baller's Rec Room, including Vern's Pizza. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Well, we had everybody hot and bothered for Eddie Steele. What's, what's the latest, guys? Ooh. Can we do it now? Okay, the guys are saying that we can go to a break, and when we come back, we hope to have the great Eddie Steele with us, so hang around. You're watching the RP Show, episode number 452 of Canada's Daytime Sports Talk Show continues right after this on Game Plus TV, live YouTube and Facebook, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now, back to the studio with Rob. Whopping big segment here coming up, but I just want to tell you that while we await the appearance of Eddie Steele here, we're having a party in the comments section. And yes... We are on in 2.3 million homes on Game Plus TV, but we're also live on YouTube and Facebook. So we got a lot of comments coming in regarding today's news. That's what's great about daytime sports talk. And I just want to say, Chris Hubbard, you know Chuba? Oh, yeah. From our sponsor, Great Western. He says, Rod, you are too modest about your singing voice. Your rendition of the Red Bull jingle is angelic. I was thinking about another song that was on my head today when I said, listen, people don't get down and dirty with the WHL franchise history like I do. But I'm going to keep on loving you. Who sings it? Because it's the only thing I know how to do. However that goes. You know what I mean? You know it? Who sings it? Streetheart? Uh, No. Uh, REO Speedwagon. Ah. REO Speedwagon. I'm going to keep on loving you, WHL. Funny. I've slipped. Because I love you. I came back on a road trip from LaRange to Saskatoon or North Battleford with Martin Smith. We had the satellite radio going. We blocked. We turned the dash off and we played Name That Tune from the old station. So all those songs, right? The things you do on our road trip. Oh, yeah. Um, and in the Winnipeg Blue Bombers losing 
uh, $7 million announced this morning in 2020. Chris Pollock writes in, he says, then think about what some private owners are saying about the upcoming season. I can lose $3 million by not playing or $10 million if we do play. Again, they need fans or can't pay the bills. So let's go back to the video chat, and I'm praying that we got our man Eddie Steele here. Oh, Clark just said, hold tight, he's not ready. <laughs> We've never had a problem like this since. So when I said we're having a party in here, yep. 15-year-old Connor Anderson's watching. He says, fun fact of the day, it's been 19,690 days since the Leafs last won a cup. I'll just leave this here. Sorry, what? <laughs> you got, oh, head, you I got headphones in. I, I wasn't listening. I know. That I'm doesn't work. And I got headphones in. Uh, Dylan McDonald watching on YouTube. Ario Speedwagon's a great band. They were a great rocking band in the 70s, 80s. You know, regarding the CFL playing in the summertime in the southern United States, can we rejig the Continental Football League schedule to play all the games in Canada in the summer and all the games in America in the spring? Can we do that? Norm Fong's watching the Hall of Fame equipment manager of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Fongo says, Rod, when we played in Vegas, it was so hot that they pushed the night game back one hour. And at kickoff, it was still 105 degrees at field level. I remember <laughs> I was at the Craven Country Jamboree. For many of you, that won't be too hard to believe. And my very best friend, Chris Winkler, and I, we call him Mavis, we were listening to that game. We had the hatch up of my vehicle on the campground listening to the riders at the Vegas Posse. Because they still talk about the national anthem being sung, right? Casey Parks singing That's that. That's right. All the oh, time. Oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. Yeah. I remember us looking at each other, drinking our Bacardi breezers because it was four in the afternoon and we were just starting. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're oh, like, yeah. what the hell is he singing? It's not Christmas time. Let's try it now. Let's go to Eddie Steele uh, in Edmonton. Eddie, apologies for the connections issues. Hey, you're looking good. You got us? I got you. Ah. You got me? Oh. Yeah. That was a big little... That was a oh yeah, a relief <laughs> here, Eddie. Man, I can't wait to hear what you have to say about this CFL-XFL merger as a veteran Canadian like you are. What's your take? You know, ultimately, we all know what, uh, what the business of the CFL is looking like. Not in the most um, financially stable position, as we know. Uh, so the merger... Look, it can't be a bad thing to explore opportunities because the reality is there's a lot of money that The Rock can bring and American partnerships and sponsorships. My biggest thing is, um, that, of course, rules and things, that's all up in the air. And you have the diehard people who want the three downs and some people don't want to go away from that. I just want the ratio. Uh, I don't want that to be affected because I'm a Canadian boy. And uh, I like to think my skill set was enough to get me to the next level uh, and then thrive for nine years. But if, you know, you take out the ratio, Canadian kids might not get an opportunity. And that's where I have my biggest quarrel with everything. And we're all just speculating right now. I mean, everybody just has their own idea of what could happen. But uh, that's the biggest thing is I don't want to see them take away or lower the ratio because the reality is it's such a big pool down in the States. There's so many guys you could choose from uh, to fill up those roster spots. And uh, if you're going to start taking jobs away from Canadian kids, that's where I have an issue with it. 
Would you settle for this? Because I've been writing about it the past few weeks. Canadian teams have the ratio. American teams don't. We had that in the 90s. The games were still competitive. Would that be uh, equitable, palatable to you? Yeah, I think so. Because the reality is, I mean, you're at that point, you're not losing jobs then, right? Because you're going to keep the Canadian teams with the ratio. Uh, so, yeah, it's not going to affect things as they would be already currently with the number of Canadians you would have on a roster. Uh, so I, I certainly think it's doable. And I, I like that aspect, too, because there's this certain stigma down south that uh, Canadians can't ball. Uh, and it would be awesome to whoop some teams' butts with teams full of Canadian kids. Well, and actually, uh, I have thoughts on that, too. The, the top, you know this, the top-end talent is just as good. There's just way more Americans. You run out of top-end Canadians faster. Pretty simple, right? But you must have a story of some American guard or center just in one-on-ones that you blew up, like first day of camp type thing, that thought this was, was going to be easy. What do you remember about that? Oh, absolutely, man. Uh, first thing that comes to mind is when I was in Hamilton, my first training camp, I show up, a kid out of the University of Manitoba, and here these guys are, these O-linemen that are, you know, all Americans from USC and from Tennessee, big name schools. And uh, I go against them and pretty much I whoop their butt. And I think, wow, like that's what it is because there's this aura right you go to a a big name program and you're an all-american um this guy's supposed to be the man but the reality is they're just human just like me uh he's just flesh i'm flesh and it's mano y mano and uh only the strong survive needless to say he he didn't even last in the cfl for a couple of years yeah. Well, there was one guy that showed up. I'll never forget. Got out of a cab from the airport at Taylor Field back in the day. Today, I don't feel like naming him, but he just said, what's the sack record in the CFL? And we're like, are you kidding? That's like a guy walking up to the tee and going, what's the course record? And then shooting a 120. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like they actually yeah. think this is going to happen. You get it. But what about the money, Eddie, and the pay cuts for the players? I Listen, your father, you were a father playing. You couldn't play in this scenario right now. That, to me, that's the most heartbreaking thing that we're looking at for 2021. Or at least I don't think you could have. Yeah, it's, it's rough. It's rough. You know what I mean? So now you are got to take a pay cut, or they're looking to get you to take a pay cut on top of having a year where you didn't even get paid. Uh, or if you did get paid, it's the choice few who had a nice offseason bonus and the teams paid that out. So uh, that's kind of a double whammy. You know what I mean? Uh, I I feel for the guys, uh, and that's a rabbit hole we could go down is the whole pay structure. Um, I know front office and coaches, they've had to take cuts as well, but I threw out a tweet last week. Um, Look at Scott Milanovic here in Edmonton. He just got paid his entire salary, and he didn't even coach a game, you know, and he's making a handsome salary. I I don't know exact numbers, but I'd say it's north of 300K. Uh, so that's a lot of money just out the door for someone who didn't even coach a game, uh, let alone a practice. So to go and ask the guys to take a pay cut, yeah, the money's got to come from somewhere. Uh, but I don't think it should be uh, the responsibility of the players only uh, to have to bear that burden of taking a cut. I think it can come uh, from the overall pie and not just the slice that the players get. Well, Terry Jones of the Edmonton Sun reported it was $500,000 that Milanovic got. And I like Scott. He's just getting paid what was on his contract. But I don't think he even set foot in Canada, Eddie. He did it all from Florida. So, 
And then Dwayne Mendruziak gets let go after 49 years with the team to help pay for that. And I think that's the thing that if Jonesy hadn't reported this, probably nobody would have even thought about it or known. Right. And that's what's yeah, the that players. Yeah. What's your perspective of that? Given a guy that obviously you're tight with Dwayne, because anybody that knows him is, you know, about how that scenario played out. Well, it's garbage. I mean, Dwayne, the longest <laughs> member of the organization, uh, 49 years, uh, I don't know how you do that. And that just goes to show you the business side. It's greasy. And a lot of people, they don't see the behind the scenes. You see so many people chattering on Twitter and chiming in with their opinions. And some people think they're pretty knowledgeable about how things work and operate. But until you're actually in the line of fire and you're in those trenches, people have no idea. In the business of the CFL, it's greasy. Football in general is greasy. But, you know, Guys get cut all the time. Guys have to take pay cuts. Guys get cut the day before they're due bonuses. And that's just some slimy business, you know. And to cut a guy like Dwayne, to pay a guy like Scott, who, hey, this is not a knock on Scott. He's doing what he's supposed to do. Good on him and his agent for getting the contract. But like you said, he, I think he maybe stepped foot in Canada once for his press conference, and that was it. Uh, and to have Wheezy, Dwayne Mandrusiak, be a, a casualty for that, yeah, it's bogus. It's completely garbage. And, you know, it's just the sliminess of the business. It's such a penny-pinching league. And uh, it's unfortunate that it's got to be like that, man. Guys yeah. get cut over a $10,000 bonus. And in reality, 10000 bucks. it's to a lot of people, it's a lot of money. But when we're talking in football contracts, it's pennies. Yeah. By the way, you talk about people popping off on Twitter. I don't know if you saw Ricky Foley's tweet over the weekend. He's like, you guys think you're tough on Twitter? I will wreck you. Watch yourself. And the thing, Ricky will. I loved it. He will hunt you down and wreck you. Oh, you got to love Ricky Foley. By the way, yeah. if you can take a, a question. Warriors, man. Oh, yeah. Yo, absolutely. From Jack Fulton, watching in Vulcan, Alberta. Eddie, have the CFL players been given the opportunity to voice their opinion on a potential CFL-XFL merger? Some have, right? Fajardo said he's against it. Have you seen other players? Have you talked to players, current players, how they feel about this? Uh, I mean, the general consensus from some of the buddies I've talked to who are still involved in the game, uh, it's not something that people are overly, uh, they're not jumping on the bandwagon. They're not thinking this is going to save the league or this is going to bring a ton of money into your pockets. Uh, I think... uh, the main feeling that, and you're probably seeing this too, is forget talking about the XFL. Are we going to talk about a training camp date? Because it's April now pretty much, and there's been zip in terms of this season, upcoming season. So I think guys are more worried about uh, what's happening now as opposed to the merger. Because if there's a merger, uh, I don't think it's going to be happening for this upcoming season because we're talking things. Re- a lot of things need to play out within a couple of months here. Uh, so let's actually talk about the business of this season and uh, let the powers that be discuss the merger. Cause there's got to be football played. If there's not football played for two full seasons here in Canada, that's a bigger issue than the merger itself. So who would have thought when this thing broke over a year ago, let's say 375 days ago that we, we, we would be on the precipice potentially of it canceling two seasons of CFL football. Who would have believed that? We wouldn't have believed that at the time, Eddie, and what it's wreaked on, on society. But anyways, we got to roll. We're out of time. Sorry that we had the connection issues, but you know what? It was, uh, it was impactful. Always good, man. 
Uh, stay safe up there. Keep in touch. Good to see you, man. Take care. Thanks for having me. Our good friend uh, Eddie Steele joining us from the City of Champions. I'm going through here trying to find the message from Trent in Norway. He had some thoughts on that. We'll get to that. By the way, it is Cody Fajardo's birthday today, my favorite quarterback in pro football. No two ways about it. So happy birthday, Cody. When we come back, we'll dive into viewer takeover here and a whole lot more. On the way, the voice of the Winnipeg Ice, Mitch Peacock, and Corey Carlick from Skycron Television Production Company. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and listen live. Sports Talk, 24 hours for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Okay, welcome back, everybody. Monday, get together. We haven't talked a ton of National Hockey League, and that's fine, because there's enough talking about that. But while I have a minute here, I probably should throw out Sports on Tap tonight for the Tap Brew House and drive through Liquor Store. I guess with everything being shut down in this province again, that drive through is going to be humming. Oh, yeah. Hey? Corner of uh, Rochdale and Pasqua here in the sweatpants capital. In the Western Hockey League, triple uh, header tonight. Saskatoon Blades take on the Prince Albert Raiders here in the Dub Hub at 4 p.m. Mountain. And then at 8 p.m., it's the Swift Current Broncos against the Regina Pats. And we'll be calling it on Access Now Television. Out West, Prince George faces Victoria. In the National Hockey League, what do we got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven games, Darren. Your Leafs are home to the Oilers. Big comeback win for them the other night. Hey? That was big. Did, yeah. did you watch it? I did. When you unplugged, you didn't unplug your TV set. Didn't know. I did not unplug my TV set. Exactly. Um, Canada's good. team, the Vegas Golden Knights, are home to the Los Angeles Kings tonight. And the Winnipeg Jets are at Calgary as far as Canadian teams go. Blue Jays take to the field in uh, 14 minutes' time. Taking on the Philadelphia Phillies in their final spring training tune-up. And the Raptors are at Detroit tonight in the NBA. That is your sports on tap for the Tap Brewhouse and Liquor Store. Uh, but everybody wants to talk about the CFL, XFL thing today, and that's cool because some things were regurgitated. I'll say it again. Saturday night, The Rock tweeting at our good friend Jim Mullen. He says, we'll figure out a smart season that'll create phenomenal opportunities for players and be the best experience for fans. I played ball for years and wrestled 280-plus nights a year for years, so I know the value in smart scheduling and recovery. That's what The Rock tweeted on Saturday night, and it's got everybody's head spinning on that. Uh, and it's caused a lot of American viewers that are watching us to write in, and, and they're all for it. I mean, I, wait, I called for you out of your office for a reason, so I'll bring yep. you on and let you talk. Not hog the airtime here. How about the people that say they would prefer the CFL just folded with dignity as a truly Canadian entity than try to survive by latching on with this twice-failed league? How do you feel about the people that say that? My question is, and then what? Fold and, and start new with what we've always had? Is that kind of what they're thinking? Or is it... I don't think they've thought that far ahead. You know, fold and just fold. I mean, Sure. You can fold, but then the XFL doesn't need you, and then they come in with their own rules, and, and these stadiums need to be filled, right? 
They need to be filled. Players need a place to play. Football people need a place for football jobs. And so the XFL then says, oh, we can do it our way and, and roll in. So I don't think that's great. I do understand why people are upset, though. And I understand, and we know who they are, you know, the real to their core Canadian Football League people. I get it because they're romantic about what they do and the way that they've done it and their audience and their way. And you don't want anybody else coming into your territory. But we can still save the Canadian game and expand and grow and grow financially. I think that's what we want. For sure. That's what we want. Um, Where's Mandy's comment? She's watching in Edmonton. She says, I'm sure Ambrosi's intention on saying the CFL's in talks with the XFL is to distract from the lack of a 2021 season start. Bait and switch. I've heard that a lot. Maybe it is true. And if that is the case, that's pretty sad. Uh, Who is the guy here? Chris in the Kingston, Ontario region says, no NCAA Elite Eight talk. It's a Canadian show, bro. Go to ESPN.com for that. Mitch Peacock coming up next hour and more of this discussion. Stick around after the break. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.